Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is Friday. Five o'clock, and that means it's time for ultimate football guy Bobby DePaul, who joins us every Friday. Happy hour with Bobby DePaul, of course, former scout, former front office person, former assistant coach in the National Football League. And Bobby D, of course, joins us courtesy of the Bobby DePaul Charities and those who support it. And he joins us also courtesy of the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline. Bobby D, as we always do, explain that song. Dealing with adversity early in the season is a good thing. My old football coach at Maryland, Bobby Ross, didn't like to lose, but if he did, he hoped it was early in the season because he could find out early about his team's character right away, especially rebounding from a you know tough loss like the Ravens did on Sunday. The key, don't look back and don't dwell on it. Learn from it. Make the corrections and seize the next opportunity down the road. So, let's get started and talk some Ravens football, guys. All right, Bobby D. The next opportunity comes in Boston or close enough to it, Foxborough. We know by now that Bill Belichick's hallmark, right? He's going to take away what you do best on offense with his defense. Lamar Jackson leads the NFL in air yards per attempt through two weeks. Bobby, will that be the focus for the hoodie? When I break down the Patriots' defense, what I see is a bend-but-don't-break umbrella zone-type defense. Belichick does not want to give up the big play. He wants to suffocate the offense and force you to drive the length of the field. Belichick's defenses over the years has had a lot of success playing against the run with seven in the box because he always has big defense alignment up front, and they are tough to knock off the ball. The good news is the Ravens just played a Miami team who is very similar in scheme because Miami's defensive coordinator, Josh Warrior, is part of the New England family tree, having spent several years under Bill before moving with Brian Flores to Miami. I am sure Boyer and Bill had a good talk on Monday or Tuesday to compare notes. Nobody in the National Football League has a bigger deep threat than the Miami Dolphins, 
And New England yep. held Miami to only 13 defensive points in week one down in Miami, hanging back coverage. So the number one thing Belichick will want to take away is defending the first down play action pass to help eliminate some of those Lamar Jackson air yards. Lamar Jackson's threat to run the football poses a big challenge to Belichick to hang back in coverage. The Ravens will have to run the ball, you know, on first down this week to force the Patriots to drop a safety down in a box to help stop the run. When that happens, my bet is the Patriots will show a two-deep umbrella look pre-snap and drop down late post-snap to keep Lamar guessing. Two years ago, in 2020, Belichick played a lot of eight-man fronts against Lamar. But there was a lot of rain and wind in that game, if you guys remember at Foxwood. Lamar will have to be patient and take what the defense gives him, and it won't be easy because what he sees pre-snap won't be what he sees post-snap. Bobby D., the Ravens' short yardage and goal line rushing uh, seems broken against this defense. How would you attack those situations? I think the number one thing the Ravens have to do is look at themselves first and then ask themselves the question, do we have the personnel to line up in heavy 22-type personnel and knock people off the ball, especially against big fronts like Miami had last week and New England has this week? Mm -hmm. To answer that question, the Raven coaches need to break apart the goal line and short yardage plays and separate them from each other to see what worked or what didn't work? Well, that's exactly what I'm going to do to help answer this question for you. Last week, the Ravens had four short yardage, third and one and fourth and one plays combined, and they had two goal line, third and one and fourth and one plays combined. In short yardage, the Ravens were actually 50% successful converting two or four plays. The two successful plays were the quarterback sneak by tight end Mark Andrews and 21 personnel and the fullback plunge up the middle by Patrick Ricard and 22 personnel. On the goal line, the Ravens were 0-2 or 0% successful in third and one and fourth and one situations. Both were in 22 personnel, and both were designed quarterback Lamar Jackson runs. When I looked at the combined six plays, the one thing that jumped out was the use of offensive tackle Daniel Falele in 22 personnel. In four of those plays that he was involved in, the Ravens were 0-4, or 0% successful when he was on the field. I mentioned on Monday he has slow feet to fire off the ball, so he definitely is not a threat if a play-action pass occurs. So whoever is covering him is probably just playing the run, not worried about the pass. The first thing I would do in short yardage is to stay out of 22 personnel with Felele at tight end to run the ball in these short yardage situations. I would prefer to use either 21 personnel or 22 personnel with a real tight end so at least you have the threat of more receivers getting out into the route and, you know, and keep them guessing. But I would do this. I would use that Felele package one more time as a decoy in 22 personnel. But this time, I would run play-action pass instead of running the football to break that tendency and take advantage of last week's failure. Breaking the formation and giving 
more room for Lamar to operate. Runner pass is also another option I would look at. The Ravens are not a smash-mouth type team right now, guys. No, put it in Lamar's hands. I'm with you. Matt Judon was a heck of a ball player for the Ravens, Bobby D. What's he looking like on film these days? Is he going to be a factor in this game? You know, outside linebacker Matt Judon is a factor every week. He is the Patriots' best edge rusher, and he will either align over the right tackle or left tackle. So both Ravens' offensive tackles need to be protect, you know, prepared to block him one-on-one. Matt Chadon is the same player he was when he played for the Ravens. The Ravens should expect Matt Chadon to be fired up because this is his first game playing against his old team. And usually it gets pretty emotional for a player to play his old team, especially at home. The Patriots play a lot of players to keep them fresh. But it also makes it difficult for the offensive players to identify who is who. Like, who is the linebacker or who is the Mm -hmm. defense alignment? So everybody on the offense needs to be focused, especially in blitz pickup and protections. You guys have heard me in the past say it takes everybody to understand pass protection. And it starts with the quarterback's pre-snap reads and identification process. The Patriots, get this, dress 10 pass rushers between the interior defensive line and the edge rushers on Sundays. By my count, there are five different players who line up outside and brush off the edges that I've counted in wow. you know the first two weeks of the season. This is another example of how short the Ravens were when they put together their fifty you know, their fifty three man roster weeks ago and why the Ravens get exhausted by the fourth quarter, especially rushing the passer. Obviously we played three. This would be the third team in a row from the NFC East. They think it's very important to have multiple pass rushers. We saw it, you know, right out of the gate with the Jets. We saw it with Miami. Now we're seeing it with New England. Yep. These are the top five edge rushers to keep an eye on for Sunday's game. Matt Jadon, number nine, outside linebacker. Number 91, defensive end, Dietrich Wise Jr. Number eight, outside linebacker, Jawan Bentley. Number 55, outside linebacker, Josh Uche. Number 48, linebacker Jelani Pabble. And number 58, linebacker Anthony Jennings. Keep an eye on all those guys and watch them rotate. We're talking to Bobby DePaul. It's inside access here on the fan. Before the Jets game, you emphasized early down play action. Last week it was slant, slants and smoke routes. You're two for two. What you got for us with Giro this week, Bobby D? You know, the thing that comes to my mind this week is running the football, but it's going to be important for Lamar to have room to operate. So I like 11 personnel packages this week on first down. Why 11 personnel? It allows for maximum spacing for Lamar design runs, but I also like the ability for Lamar to have the triple threat. You get that triple threat by running RPOs or run pass options, especially on first down. By utilizing the spread attack, it will be easier for Lamar and the offensive players to identify, block, and protect. It should also keep the you know the Patriots from overloading the box to help stop the threat of Lamar running the ball. It's tough to play you know eight guys down in the box to yeah. stop the run against the spread attack without playing man coverage. And that, if they play man coverage, what does that do? It creates one-on-one matchups for the Ravens' tight ends and receivers 
something that would definitely favor the Ravens personnel. Yeah, and Lamar might run like wild if they can force him into some of that stuff too. Bobby D. All right, we know New England has a two-headed monster at running back. Belichick wants to bully teams. Is either of these backs, Bobby D, best suited to do damage against this Ravens defense? Two years ago in Foxborough, the Patriots rushed the ball for 173 yards, averaging 4.4 yards per attempt. But Cam Newton was the starting quarterback, and Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator. Yeah. This year, the Patriots haven't really established an identity yet, running or passing the football. New offensive coordinator or the guy you know, calling the plays is Matt Patricia, the former Patriots defensive coordinator who returns after a brief run as head coach of the Detroit Lions. The only consistency with the Patriots running game is the inside zone or outside power running game. Both backs are downhill and physical runners who force defenders to wrap up. The biggest difference between the two running backs is number 38, Ramondre Stevenson, is bigger at 230 pounds versus, you know, number 37, Damian Harris, at 213 pounds. It's a physical duo, and if the Patriots get the running game going, it could give up. The Patriots are in this situation because running back Ty Montgomery was injured in week one and placed on IR. He was their third down back and outside speed run threat. I do expect the Patriots to begin utilizing the running skill set of receiver number 84, Kendrick Bourne, on either reserve, you know, reverse uh, jet mm-hmm. sweeps, reverses, or handoffs to jump start an outside rushing attack. Last year under Josh McDaniels, Bourne averaged over 10 yards per rushing attempt. So he, he could potentially give the Patriots a way to create a more balanced inside-outside rushing attack, guys. Bobby D, what what do we need to know about Mac Jones? You know, had Mac, you know, had a great uh, rookie year last year under Josh McDaniels. Right now, the offense is in transition. You know, is in transition, and Matt Patricia is learning how to call offensive plays for the first time. The biggest thing the Ravens need to prepare for is an intelligent pocket quarterback who understands protections and throws from the pocket. Mac Jones can run. But, you know, he's been dealing with, a, you know, a bad back the last couple of weeks. So, I don't, you know, he's not as, you know, uh, explosive as he was coming out of college. The number one receiving target is number 16, Jacoby Myers, because he is the go-to guy, especially in critical situations. Jacoby Myers is like A.J. Brown from Tennessee now with the Eagles. He is tough in traffic, and he can make the contested catches. Myers, keep in mind, is a former quarterback, so he is also capable of throwing a ball. He threw a touchdown pass against the Ravens two years ago. The deep ball receivers, number 15, uh, 15 Nelson Aguilar. Devontae Parker is a guy the Patriots traded for in the offseason, but has yet to establish himself in this offense. But he has the size and speed to also take it deep. Between these three receivers and the two tight ends, number 85, Hunter Henry, and number 81, Janu Smith, the Patriots have a lot of weapons. It's just a matter of time before they start gelling and getting more points on the board. Hopefully it's not this week. Any other observations, Bobby D? I don't know if anybody's into conspiracies, but free safety number 32, Devin McCourty, has been playing for a long time since he came into the league back in you know 2010 as a first-round pick for the Patriots. He's like having Bill Belichick on the field lining up everybody and helps the team out of bad mental breakdown plays. 
He has well over 10,000 snaps playing the position. That's a lot of time and snaps. Famous book writer Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called Outliers. And in that book, he mentioned you become a master of the trade, at, you know, after 10,000 hours. I'm wondering if it's possible that Devin McCourty's identical twin brother, Jason McCourty, is in the picture taking some of these snaps. And how would anybody ever know since he's an identical twin? You know, I wouldn't put anything past Bill Belichick. That is true. It is the Bobby D, uh, let everyone know about the Bobby DePaul charities and those who support it. ID Technologies, Dell, and Ruckus Networks are proud to support Bobby DePaul Charities, a means to provide help to kids who struggle from unexpected hardships. Together, this team is committed to giving back while helping deliver world-class wireless networking solutions to federal agencies who need to be able to seamlessly connect over secure and reliable Wi-Fi networks. Visit www.id. That's idtec.com forward slash the fan to download our free wireless stress test report showing how the Ruckus Wi-Fi 6 cloud managed access outperformed its competitors. Remember, September is Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month, so when you visit the ID Tech website, please scroll down and look for the Walking with Anthony Foundation and make a donation to help these kids with spinal cord injuries. Bobby DePaul, always awesome. Have yourself a beer. It's happy hour, my friend. At Bobby underscore DePaul on Twitter. Ask him your Ravens questions. I Thank tell you, you what, sir. It's Thanks, brother. getting a little cold down here, so that wind might be kicking it up a notch up there in New England, guys, so be ready for that. We'll see. Enjoy OCMD. <laughs> you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.